Welcome, everybody, to an episode of the Keepers of the Book. I'm your host, Miles, joined here with my co-host, Jordan. Yes, sir. And we have a announcement. I don't know if announcement is the best word, but since I can't think of a better word, we're going to go with announcement. Um, we're going to be changing up the way we do things here at Keepers of the Book. Um, for those of you who've been following along for a while, you guys know that we kind of summarize and give our thoughts along the way as... As like, you know, the events that we're summarizing as they pop up, we kind of talk about we will no longer be doing the summaries, um, like detailed summaries of each chapter or episode anymore. Um, We think this is going to be a win win situation for everyone involved. Um, The thought process is is that everyone who's listening in has read or watched the relevant material. So they all they already know what's happened. Um, so there's no reason to go over the summary uh, unless there's like a, hand, a very I'm guessing if there is, but I'm guessing it's a very small portion of the viewers that actually uh, that actually have not read it and they like or have not read or watched the material and they're just relying on us for the entire summary, in which case I do not recommend that. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, majority of the listeners are going to be people who, who have read slash, uh, watched it. So there's no reason for us to go through the summary. It, it increases unnecessarily, I think increases the length of the episodes. Um, and this way, maybe we can even shove in extra episodes to cover. So now, or sorry, extra materials to cover. So instead of covering like maybe five chapters, now we can go seven or eight chapters because now we don't have to sit there summarizing all eight chapters. And so what we will be doing is we will be co- uh, everything else. We will be bringing up relevant uh, events that happen in these shows or uh, books and then just covering it that way. Because um, this way we're just hitting on the big stuff that we as we see it and we can just kind of flow that way and i just think that that'll end up i'm hoping anyways uh that it'll end up being a little bit better and um this will obviously put a little bit less stress on the both of us that we need to make sure that all of our summaries are detailed in the proper order and proper character timelines and whatnot for expanse especially that ends up becoming very difficult because you have different characters having different things at the same time. So when you're trying to cover, sometimes you want to cover like one character's timeline and then move on to the next character's timeline. But then sometimes that's not exactly possible or sometimes you need to do a hybrid of the two. This way we can just cover the stuff that we want to cover and just move on with it. So again, I hope you guys all enjoy this decision that I unilaterally made and I forced Jordan to join in on. Um, Yeah. This is uh, okay. Yeah. It's really nice that he's so go with the flow kind of person. Uh makes this makes this a uh, total authoritarian takeover that much easier. Uh <laughs> Oops. Anyways, with that aside, we are covering today season 4 episodes what is it 8 No, no. Yeah, 8 9 10. 8 9 10 season expanse. 4. Man. All right, all right, all right. Maybe we should be doing this part at the end, but I, I just can't help myself. Jordan, mm-hmm. are you hyped? Are you hyped? Are you properly, entirely, fully hyped for The Expanse? Yeah, because... See, it's it's one of those things where, like, I don't have much to say about it because there's going to be a lot of bad stuff happening. Um, 
Oh, Marcos, Marcos Ineros is like about to um, drop a lot of hate on Mr. Earth and yeah. drop a lot of somethings. Is I don't want the Space Queen to die. Okay. Um, everybody else, it's kind of like a yeah, whatever. See you later, bud. But I just I don't want our Space Queen to die. I'm going to keep her safe, which I don't know where I can't remember where she's at. Where is she at at this point? Um, she was. I mean, for the most of like halfway through season four onwards, she's been running, doing the election stuff, uh, and that's kind of taken a lot of her attention. Um, which I thought honestly, this election was really cool because you got to really see, uh, more of the. And it's weird because you kind of only gotten to see the politician side of of Astralo, but now right. we get to see a different side of the politician side of the Astralo. woman. Yeah, and so it's been. I actually I don't know why. So let me ask you, I guess, what do you think about the whole election campaign, like this that plot line for the character? I mean, I, I thought she was gonna win by a smidgen, mm-hmm. and. Really, like, I thought she was going to win and then die. Okay. So I I knew Nancy was going to be in the position, ultimately, but I thought she was going to get the position and then die. Okay. Um. Well, as we know, that did not happen. She did end up losing the election. Right. Uh, the die part, that may very well happen, Uh. but... No Don't you shut your stubborn mouth. Um, but yeah, I um, her whole this season, I would say, is probably my favorite season as far as her character is concerned. And I'm not saying like you know her character goes downhill. That's not what I'm implying at all. But this, I felt like this season was just peak Avasarala. We got to see her like, you know, political speeches, funeral speeches, and whatnot. Get into fights with her husband. Um, and you know, the arguments with her husband, I'll be honest with you, and I'm totally biased as, you know, team space queen all the way. He's kind of annoying. Um, and, but, you know, biases aside, he, he made some good points, especially the fact that she used their dead son's like death for political advantage. Uh, Mm. that was not great. Isn't he um, more of a philosophical man, though? Isn't he? Doesn't he have a certain, you know, moral code? Like, isn't that what he does? Doesn't he teach that? I I guess that he does, <clears throat> but it's just I don't know. He um, I don't know. He does. I, I are you trying to say that he ha- he should be able to understand that why she's doing what she's doing? Is that? The point you're trying to make? No, it's just like they're not on the same wavelength when it comes to like what they stand for. I think that's fair, but I think also with the philosophical side, if you do teach philosophy, which I think he actually might teach history, but if you do teach philosophy, you would be able to pick up on that like what she's doing, she believes is for the greater good, and she believes she's a rightful that she's the better choice to be a leader moving forward. I mean, and that's fine. Like maybe that's, I mean, 
I think the way he just sees it is that she's trying to do it because she personally wants to win. Like he, I think he kind of explained it. She yeah. wants to more win personally instead of actually winning for the greater good. Do you believe that? Do you believe she wants to win for herself more so than actually greater good? I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. I don't think I don't think realistically it's one or the other. I think it's a little bit of both. Okay, that's fair. You know? Yeah, yeah. I um, I think she was overall the better pick, but I actually think that surprisingly, and I think this is great writing, that Nancy Gao brought she brought heat. I mean, yeah, she's got that young like it's like a very like, full of vitality almost. This yeah, and exuberant. I think that that was actually a that you you put it up very well like. You're right, and I never thought about that until you said it. That like, her she represented that young new wave almost. That like, you're scared of the unknown, and I understand that, but we'll handle it the way we always have, and it's worth the risk and whatnot. So it, I'll be honest with you, if I was in that position, if I'm a normal Earther, right, I'd, I'd vote for him. You know, I honestly would like, um. Especially that after that debate, when she said like, "Yeah, you know, I cheated my way through the lottery, sure, but it's not, but I also paid back the people that I, you know, stepped over." So it, yeah, I, I actually really like Nancy Yao. Um, I mean, I think, I think change is always good, and I think she probably would. She probably is logically speaking the best choice, mm-hmm. but again, you know. You're always for the space queen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, yeah, that's. I think that's the best way to put it. It's like space queen aside, she'd be my pick, but it's not space queen aside. So, right, another way, right. Uh, but, anyways, um, man, the I'll be honest with you, the blindness, um, little subplot that was happening underneath the artifact thing on yeah, Ellis. because of, of I didn't chemicals. really like that. Yeah, I didn't really like that subplot. Um it just felt like the authors were kind of like all right, how can we make this worse? Like yeah, the flood and, uh, inside an alien inside an alien artifact. You know what? Let's make them go blind. And then Amos, oh my god, he's had the heck of a time. Dude. He just he just kills when the captain says kills, and everybody's always getting back at him. You know, the, the between the slugs and then him having to take his girlfriend down a peg. Oh uh, well, uh, kill her. I mean, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> take him down a peg is enough. Uh, that's a gross understatement. But yeah, at the that... end, though, I mean, I just didn't like Mortry. Like at the end, like I try, I seriously, sincerely tried to like Mortry. And I don't think you were supposed to, so I I appreciate the effort that you no, put like, into trying. To I like tried him. to see his point, but I was like, "Dude, you're you're I just getting caught up in your own nonsense." Yeah, Murtry is one of those guys who pretends like that just happens to accidentally be right, incidentally be right about certain things. And he uses that to his advantage to get away with doing the crap that he does to justify the crap that he does. Right. He's yeah. Like, oh, and we have terrible. a charter. And yeah, I understand you have a legally binding document to like, you know, so you ha- and, you know, again, the Belters destroy that ship, killing some of the RCE people. 
civilians, right? They're not they're non-combatants. So he he had stuff going for him more so than he was making a good point, I think, is the uh, thing I'm trying to say. Uh, but yeah, uh, he... And it doesn't help that the actor that plays him does such a good role at... Sucking? Just, yeah, yeah, he does a great role. Like, I, I've seen him as, uh, play these kind of roles in the past, and he's really good at it. Um, like what? I don't even remember it off the top of my head what other, uh, like, but I remember at least one other. It might actually even be um, Batman. I think it was a Dark Knight Rises. I'm pretty sure he was in there. And he plays a similar, you know, slimy, backstabby kind of role. Is it, he was, I think he was the one that Bane says, and you think that gives you, you power over me? Or something like that. Oh, that is him. Yes, it is. Okay, all right. You're right. You're right. I so, had to look it up, but you're right. Yeah. So he, um, he he plays a role really well. Where he's just like, <laughs> Man, I just really want to punch him in the face. Just one solid punch. Sniveling little bleh. Um, but Amos's face. That actor also plays that role really well because Amos's face when he's like just emotionlessly burning those slugs. And then when he goes crazy because he's blind, right? And he starts like just swinging on, uh, what's his face, Holden? God, those that crazy eyes. It was yeah. it, that scared me honestly, like because I know Amos is a big dude, right? He is a big, big dude. Is he like, actually a big dude in real life? I th- uh, I don't know, but in the show, he's definitely portrayed as a big dude, and I buy it. Um, <laughs> and he. When he started swinging them hammers at Holden, I'm like, my God, I hope Holden's got good head movement. Um, and, Battery's going to catch one of the jaw. Yeah. he, he that, that was, And then I love how Holden said, like, now I can say that I took you in a fight. And then Amos <laughs> is like, you can say whatever you want. Like, I love those little, like, you know, interactions. I just like it. It's just, it's really cool. Amos is probably when, like, he talks to people, he's just like, like, just no remorse. It's amazing. Yeah. No, it, that, I never thought, and they did. This is just more praise to the writing. I never thought that a character that his entire shtick is that he is emotionless. I never thought that you could do such a good job with that kind of character. Yeah, and and then you look at his arms, and like, dude's got huge arms. Like in the show, he's portrayed with like one arm is just a giant cannon. Oh yeah, no, you can see it's like yeah, that boy lifts. That boy lives. <laughs> or he's got some freak genetics. Um, that probably happened too. Because didn't something happen to him back in the day? Yeah, and so there's definitely... You can see that there he has a fear of going blind. Like It's a bigger fear than apparently other people had. Because he was... He must have grown, grown up in a very dark place. Not just... I'm not talking like dark, like, oh, a lot of blood. I, I mean, like, actually dark. And he does not want to go back to that darkness. He does not want to be blind again because I think definitely stuff happened to him as a kid. And there mm-hmm. has been insinuations about this. And yeah, it's it's great character work all around. Um, and another crazy one was when at the very last episode when Murtry hits Amos and then Amos just like smiles. Oh, yeah. Right? And then you <laughs> can see Murtry's Dude. face where he just like realizes like I messed up. He just pooped a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you, you can see Murtry's face that like, go from like shock to horror. Like, 
I just I messed up. He punched him. He punched him in the face, and with a bloody mouth, he turned around and smiled. And I'm pretty sure he took a little bit of that blood and drank it. <laughs> yeah. Like you could see the blood, like the blood pact he was about to make with the devil just for killing yeah. that dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but okay, let's see. The eye of the ink. Okay, 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 okay. So I'll be honest with you. It. I did not understand the whole uh, Miller thing. The first time I watched this season. Did you understand it? He was there to shut down the particle. Right. But I did not realize that the Miller without a hat was the same, was not the same thing as Miller with a hat. I knew they tried to explain it, but then I'm like. Yeah. I, I, because like, I always taking away from him. Yeah. I always thought that Miller was dead, but the proto molecule is just using his consciousness to like project. project. Yeah. Right. And, the, and he was, but that was a Miller with a hat. The Miller without a hat was the actual Miller. That was a ghost of the real Miller. Um, yeah. Cause he, what he was doing was it was almost like he had two different ethereal bodies fighting yeah, over the same competing. spot. Yeah. 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 Two like, yeah. Souls essentially fighting over the same like projection. It was kind of crazy. And which, if something can do that in the universe, that proves a lot of craziness. Like, that proves a lot of things people are like, that's not true. Like, yeah. well, okay, all right. But he, um, so he's been the one that's been kind of protecting them and whatnot. And so he kind of leads that projection of that body into a physical metal... Scrapoid. Scrapoid. Yeah, it, yeah, that, there. <laughs> It was know. a transformer, but it was it was a scrap. Yeah, it, was a, it, was a, it was a scrap, and it walks itself into with the help of Elfie, by the way. So we're sure that there's going to be something there. She also walks had a. Up. She also got shot in the shoulder. So like we forget that she also has a wounded shoulder. I'm pretty sure. Does she get shot in the shoulder? Who does she get shot by? I think she. No, yeah, I think she. Holden got shot in the shoulder. No, I thought she got shot in the shoulder by. Uh... Amos's dead girlfriend. Did she? She might have. I don't know. Um, Amos loses some fingers, which was gnarly. Oh my um, god! And he still fired back. Yeah, Amos is a Amos is a man. That and looks like, like it hurt really, really. That really looked bad. like it. Hurt. Yeah. Of all the things I've seen in this show, that one I'm like that just looked painful. Dude, like, but regrowth finger. gel, regrowth yeah, gel. Sick. Are you that kidding me? Like sick. if that technology uh, was real, that'd be super cool. Yeah, that was sick. I love that. That was awesome. You could regrow um, you could regrow like entire limbs to perfection so you wouldn't have like a knee issue. Yeah. Imagine how good people could get at jujitsu. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, no. Don't give me those false hopes. Um, <laughs> but you know, that that also thing I I liked the plot line on Illus until the very end. Like that whole floating the eye of the angry god thing it's just i it didn't make much sense to me especially the first time like i had said um and then elfie falling through it that was that part was okay um so you didn't like the like wait what the, the alien stuff i i feel like it's kind of is definitely weaker than the human plot like the human conflict the three factions you know the belters martians UN. yeah but I, i'm assuming that it's going to play a huge role here in the next season or two so i mean yeah i know yeah. i know i know for a fact that like the show's writers only have two really plot lines 
It's the molecule and the factions. Well, the factions are ramping up to peak performance at this point, which means that as soon as peak performance ends, the protomolecule is going to start ramping up or already be at peak performance, and they're like, oh, we just dealt with something. Oh, yeah, yeah, we just exhausted again. all of our guns on each other. Yeah, we don't have guns for this, um, which is very Game of Thrones esque, by the way. Yeah, 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 Game of Thrones. Come on, you cannot do not blaspheme Game of Thrones. Right? <coughs> I love Game of Thrones. Don't get me wrong, I love Game of Thrones. I just wish they wouldn't have botched the last bit of it. I agree, I hundred percent agree. But you know what? A lot of people in my opinion, end up underrating Game of Thrones way too heavily because of just that last season. And I and listen, I understand that sticking the landing is very important. And to some people, it's more important than everything else. You can have a, like a okay show, but if you stick the landing really well, it can elevate the show. And obviously, like in this case, you can have a really great show. And if you don't stick the landing, it can really, really damage your reputation. But I... I just see sticking the landing as another check mark to hit. And unfortunately for them, they didn't not only did they not just get a check mark, they like completely like crapped all over the fans. But the rest of the show is still great, in my opinion. Um and you think so too, because you're watching House of the Dragons, so I don't even want to hear it. I know, I'm actually well, and that's the thing is like both statements can be true. I can like and hate something at the same time. Nobody said yes. I can't. No, no, I agree. Um, because, and especially a show that big, there's going to be stuff that you dislike, and there's definitely stuff to dislike. Yeah. About and then here, and then I, I'm assuming from what I've heard about Expanse is that I don't know if they say they really stick to landing, but I'm pretty sure Expanse ends oh, fairly expense. well. Expanse sticks to landing. You can take that one to the bank. Yeah, I, I'd be mad if we end this season. And there is going to be a certain thing that we can talk. I just can't talk about because of spoilers. Uh, but there, and I wouldn't say it's a letdown and whatnot, but um, yeah, we'll talk about it in detail. Does Amos die? No, I'm not saying anything. Um, but anyways, Mars, my favorite faction. I love Bobby. Uh, so she, she eventually, all of her squad essentially dies. Isai dies. Um, and it turns out the people that they were selling to were the Belters, Marco and Aros. And I don't know if you saw, but the, uh, the guy that she was like chasing down, that was Philip and Aros, Marco and Aros' son. Yes. And then they, she almost got blown up. Yeah. At the, there was an, uh, there it's a terrorist attack, right? On Mars directly, the mirrors come down and whatnot. Like it was like Ganymede all over again. Um, so like, so we see. I I want him to say that Bobby's trying to go. Bobby's gone. Like Bobby's trying to get off the planet. Mm-hmm. So what do you think Bobby's next move? Like what what did you think Bobby's next move was going to be? I, I thought that I her next move was going to be uh, expose the conspiracy. Or at least figure out how deep the conspiracy goes. And if it just goes as deep as, like, you know, a couple of generals, right. then you can expose it to the uh, the MCR, right? Or um, But if it's all the way to the top, then exposing them does nothing because they have all the power. Right. 
And um, you know, I wish, I wish, I wish Bobby wasn't so late on trying to get a hold of Ava. Yeah, but, I think that's that's her major character. Not was I don't know if character flaw is the right word. Is character flaw talking about character like boo boo? Yeah, like this is just a weakness in her personality. Is that it she's like, be. yeah, she's so self righteous. Like, she's so strong that mm-hmm. and and fiercely independent that big that when she needs to depend on others, she just can't bring herself to do that until, like you said, it's until it's too late. Um. And then, like, like I, I'm assuming Avastral is probably going to try to tell um, Nancy. Um, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you, like, at least be like, hey, Nancy, yeah, like, you need to help this Bell or this Martian because she has some information that's going to blah, blah, blah. Like, this needs to happen. Or do you think Nancy Gow is just going to be like, nah, whatever? Um,. I think if Nancy's smart, she would. But at the same time, Nancy's entire focus is going to be on the ring worlds. And she's just going to be like, well, we don't need to worry about the Belters. And we don't need to worry about the Martians because they've uh, demilitarized. And the Belters are just Belters. You know, I can, I, I'm assuming that she's going to be kind of arrogant about the Belters. So that's how I thought at the time when I finished season four. So do you think... Now this is going to be tough. Because how is Bobby going to get to Earth if she needs to get to Earth? Um, well, there's they're not after her, right? They don't know. As far as we know, the Martians they don't know what who committed the terrorist attack and who's involved and whatnot. They don't know any of that stuff. And Isa is dead. The other girl, I forget her name. She's getting off. She's going to series. Uh, so there's not a whole lot of leads. Right. So I'm guessing I'm guessing we're gonna see in this next season. Bobby's gonna go full Miller mode. Yeah. Detective, she's gonna try to expose him, right? Um but expose who? But something she's gonna try to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, I agree. And I mean this Marco Cineros thing, if this if these things hit Earth, that's gonna be like like a nuclear storm. Those uh those meteors? Yeah. Oh yeah, so what do you think about let's let's talk about that. What do you think about the actual like impact? <laughs> the 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 plan of just throwing meteors that have stealth technology over them. I mean that's ingenious. I mean, what do you mean to say? Like, yeah. When I when I saw that, I was like, that is like, that's awesome. And you know what's crazy? I think they base it off of Gundam because there's a movie Gundam Shars Counterattack. Yeah, I've seen he, that. He, yeah, that's what he does. He throws meteors at Earth. Um, and you know that's see, and I'm such a, I feel like I'm kind of a pacifist and saying that like that's such a waste of human life like i know you want to like get your point across but oh you're talking about like he's so smart that if he just applied that to bettering the belters rather than yeah revenge yeah no i 100 percent agree that dude is crafty uh he is so resourceful 
He is so smart, and he and if, he. I mean, sorry, go ahead. He used to hook up with our girl Naomi. Yes. So, so Philip is their son. Yep. And okay, I know you only got to see him briefly, but what do you think of the action they chose for him? And I'm not talking about his acting ability. I'm talking about the way he looks. Uh, not a hundred percent, but it was really? okay. I thought that he looks the perfect mix of Marco and um and Naomi. Or I thought it was okay. Yeah. Really. Dude, you're yeah. like the first person I've heard say that. Everyone I know that's seen it, they were shocked that they like found the perfect guy. And like the cast crew, when they saw him for the first time, everyone was like, What the hell? How did you find the guy that looks like Naomi's son? Like, it was crazy. I mean um, I mean, yeah, it's the actor's fine. I guess I just didn't see a resemblance. Really? That curly hair and just the facial structure? It just seems like a perfect mix. At least that's how all of us normal people saw it. But You know what? Maybe I'm not normal. <laughs> yeah, I know you're not normal. Um, but, but Well, I mean... I don't know. I mean, I understand that the kid looked like them in some aspects, but like, I just feel like they look different. Like, like the child would be... I don't know. I guess I expected something different because I, I at first I was like, "Oh, that's their son," and then I didn't realize that. And then, like at the end of the episode, I'm like, "Oh, that was their son." Like there was no immediate connection. Really? Yeah, yeah you are a weirdo. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> the but what I know. Okay, so we've been talking off air over the last couple of days since uh, Jordan's watched the episode that when they killed Ashford. The ghost knife of Callisto. I hate it. I hate it. Um, yeah, Jordan was not happy. Um, I don't like. <laughs> but that music at the end was so good. I actually had to go look so he, it up. because He died to the vacuum, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, what does that do to your body? Do you know? Um, The show is more science than fiction. So I would say whatever you see on there, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's probably what happens. It's just like... First of all, it's really cold and there's a lot of radiation out there. So your body's kind of like frying and freezing at the same time. Uh, and then to like, I imagine it's really painful, to be honest with you. Or I it could have happened like, wow, geez, that's tough. Yeah, because uh, the like you're suffocating and then it's also extremely cold. And especially if you're out in the open of which at one point he was, you're going to be blasted by the radiation of the sun. So Um. yeah, it's not great. And I like, so your blood vessels are like bursting and freezing at the same time. And if it just didn't for the radiation, if it did it so fast, if it, if it could do it as fast and do it at the same time, do you think it was just making me an equilibrium? And then you could just, Float in space? No. Okay. You can. You. Uh, you should try that though. I'm just I'm saying, sure if you figure out work. a way to, if you figure out a way to internally, you have to like your blood vessels would have to like accept the increased yeah, thing, expansion and contraction. Well, that you okay. So even if you found a way, so so we're science theory crafting now. Even if you find a way, and I'm dumb. I'm to avoid. I'm dumb. So I don't, whatever I say is probably dumb. No, but I mean, even if we did the 
you know, surviving the freezing and the radiation part. The problem is, is the oxygen atoms are so far spread out in space. To my understanding, there are oxygen atoms in space, but they're extremely spread out. With our atmosphere on Earth and other planets that if they had an atmosphere, it, it holds the oxygen in, right? That our ozone layer. Right. With space, it there is oxygen, like I said, but to my understanding, it's just so far spaced out, you, you can't get the oxygen, um, the necessary oxygen that you need to breathe. Well, then how would you... You'd have to fix that by, like, being extremely absorbent to oxygen. Yeah, but... Even, I don't know, like, but, yep. I can't even imagine how that's possible. <laughs> I don't like, know. I mean, if we're talking that it's so far out, like, that the oxygen atoms are so far spread out. And we're talking atoms, right? One breath, you're inhaling how much oxygen? Um, right? I, I'm uh, talking I how much know. oxygen atoms are you? So you'd have to be able to persist breath. off a little bit of oxygen. So your body would have to transform dude, the oxygen. Little, dude, you're. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I just I get what you're saying, but it's like I I don't know. I really do not see how that would be remotely possible. Well, you know what? I'm just saying we gotta we gotta figure it out. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and that that solution is oxygen tanks. No, but I want to be able to just jump from the Earth. Okay, so. If you find a way to be able to float in space and not die, I will give you a hundred bucks. I will bet you a hundred bucks. Well, I would be the richest man to ever live in the universe. I know that hundred bucks. I can they can get you far. You're not going to get my patent for that much. Gets you a whole. Game it's my idea. On I patent my ideas. It's my idea. You can't have it. <laughs> no. Yeah. Nah. IP laws. Um. But yeah. Um. What do you think of this? Now that we've finished the season, I mean, I think it's it's more of like a it's like a they're subtly ramping it up. That's what I feel like. Yeah, I think it was a that, subtle ramp because like it's not a sander lanch. Like when we go read the books, where it's just up and down real quick. This yeah. is a gradual climb, hopefully to a climax, and then done, which is probably what's going to happen. One of the best ways that you could see it is season three was that all-out war right and then so season four right now like you said it's just like it's this calm before another storm and i so do you think that the that they're doing a good job with the ramping off that the uh the rising action <laughs> i bet you guys haven't heard that since like fifth grade exactly um, that the rising action was do you think it was done well that even though there wasn't a whole lot of action, do you think that the action was, or just the overall plot, character, um, world building, I guess, do you think all that was done well? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I think it was, I haven't had any quarrels with the way they, the way this show's gone so far. I haven't had any quarrels. I mean, obviously people die. So like, yeah, I get butthurt about it in the moment, but I enjoy the three episodes that I watch and I don't, I don't feel like they were like I feel like they're going to eventually get to the point where I'll be satisfied, I think. A few questions cuz you're always going to have questions cuz you're like, "Oh, what happened to the character?" But at the end, I think I'll be satisfied. Nourished. What was your favorite plot line? You can and you can even name more than one. What would you say was your favorite plot line or character plot line for the season? 
Well, I won't. I mean, I don't know. I think. I think I've just, for the most part, Amos's character. I've always wanted to know why he's so jacked up. Okay. And they don't they don't um, give that to you, but I'm assuming they will. That's not an answer I was expecting to be honest, but I respect it. So yeah, for I me mean, personally, I think my favorite plot line was everything that happened with Avasarala's campaign. That to me was amazing. Um You think she deserved that? Do I the the campaign or uh, the loss? The 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 L, the non W. I do I think she deserved that? That's a very good question. And that's a very deep question. So let's go ahead and get into that. Um, if we're looking at it on a realistic level, do I think she loses? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the people in general, for better or for worse, they're going to put all events at the plate of the person that's currently in charge. And you can we can argue night and day about whether or not we think that that's fair, but that's just reality of the situation. And that so, people work, <laughs> huh? Just how people work. Yeah, that's just how people work. So we need. So with that in mind, uh, the the entire Earth being on basic assistance, the fact that she's part of a family dynasty, that's going against her, right? Because the, the common man, the the average Joe. Does not majority. Yeah, is a majority is an overwhelming voting majority. And they're the ones they they do not like, generally speaking, like relatives of previous rulers, because then it feels like you're part of some dynasty, like some political Mm -hmm. dynasty. Like um, and I hate to bring in real politics into this, but this is like people do not like the Clintons. They do not like the Bushes. Not it has nothing to do with political parties, but they don't like them because they are part of this as we perceive them as like a group of elites. So, Avasarala, her father being presumably in high, you know, uh, political power or status, she has that going against her. She is not like a, a someone that you can connect with. So, that's already a big L going against her. And then the ring world's open, and then now she's seemingly keeping people away from it. That's going to be another issue. So yep. you have all these billions of people supposedly on basic assistance, and now you have a solution to that, and you're not jumping on the opportunity. That's what the public sees. Because um, they don't I, see behind the veil. Yes, but oh, and but to be honest, they at the same time they kind of do because they saw what happened on arrows and they understand that there could be a pro molecule danger, but they don't care. They're like, well, we're like you had said earlier, we're willing to take the risk. Mm-hmm. You know, just let us go ahead and do it. Don't stop me. For, uh, don't don't stop me out of you know this uh, quote unquote my protection. And to be honest, the whole RCE thing that plays against her too, because you're saying it's not safe, but then you're sending a group called like a company, right? You, you're allowing a right. company RCE to go, so it's not even like it's a government going over to go. So you, there's going to be a lot of conspiracies about oh RCE must be funding her campaign. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that that's going to be a part of it as well. So she has a lot going against her. And then, of course, that whole thing with the uh, the Sojourner, I think. Yeah, the Sojourner. Mm-hmm. When they uh, attack the Sojourner and then, yeah, so that there's a lot. Madness a lot ensued. There. Yeah. And. And like I had said earlier, you know, 
if I was a common Joe, I'd vote for Nancy Gow as well. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's probably the truth. Yeah, it's probably the truth. But you so, know, I just, I just want a space queen to win. Yeah, no, I got you. I the other plotline, and I just, I liked it a lot, but I just didn't like it as much as Alasarala's was the Martian plotline. That whole conspiracy within Mars and that the dream of Mars is dead. That was awesome. That whole... I love that line, that the dream of Mars is dead. Why I mean, would we yeah. spend generations terraforming this rock when we have 1,300 ring worlds that have the, you know, an atmosphere and they have even more, you know, resources and whatnot? Why waste time and money on this? It's not, it's not worth it. And, you know, that... Honestly, as a, as a big Martian fan, that really hit me. Because well, the problem, and, and the, I have one problem with that, though. Okay. What if that ring malfunctions and nobody can come through anymore and you're stuck there? Yeah. Yeah, that's possible. But then we can go back to terraforming, right? I know, but then you've already lost, like, when you move. Right, but... Everybody that's moved and everybody that is... There takes away from the general population, and they're spread out across the universe, never to be seen again, most likely for thousands of years. Now, maybe that colonizes, maybe that they end up colonizing together after generations and evolution and stuff, but you know, you've kind of just lost out on half your population. (laughs) I agree, but like, that's just a risk that they're going to have to play. And I'll be honest with you, I'm I'd I'd roll that dice too. Um, and that's fair. With the uh, the rings, I mean, it just looks sturdy. <laughs> that sounds like it just looks bad. sturdy. Yeah, it looks sturdy. You know, <laughs> K- hey, slaps the what's it called? That meme slaps the hood of the roof. Oh no! <laughs> this this bad boy can fit so many Martian <clears throat> colonists in this. Oh yeah, <laughs> I understand but, what you're saying. Yeah, it. I, I like that Martian plotline a lot. And then another line that I really liked was Marco. When he was executing uh, Ashford, he says, that's always been a problem with our people. Even our dreams are small. Um, I have this other friend of mine who's been watching the show, and he texted me when he saw that scene. He said he really liked that line. Yeah. And then and then we know when he finally does execute him, he says, die in darkness, Baratna. It was, Inaros is just cold, cold. I, I love his character a lot. He's yeah. legit one of my favorite villains. Was he Was he in jail previous? Um, are you asking like where he's been this whole time? Uh-huh. I've actually wondered about that too. I don't think he's been in jail, but I think he's just been on the run and he's just waiting for, he's biding his time, waiting for his opportunity to strike. And the ring world gave him that opportunity. Right. So, but yes, that will about cover it from us for that episode. Next time we'll be covering season five. Oh yeah. Dude. I, I'm telling you, season five and six. Okay, fair warning before I hype it up too much. Season five, at the time when I watched it week by week release, season five had some of the biggest events of the show, period. But when you're watching a weekly release, it got really slow in the second half. So I will warn you guys about that. But since we are going to be like binging it like three episodes at a time, four episodes maybe on one, um, one of them, it will pick up quick. Um, and it is, oh, yeah. 
I think if you watch it the way we're going to watch it, you guys will, this may be your favorite season, season five. Because mm-hmm. like I said, some of the biggest moments happen in this season. Um, but yeah, I, I cannot, cannot stress to you guys enough how excited I am for you guys to watch uh, season five. It's, it's honestly really great. Um, it has some great character, great plot, great visuals. Like, you know, like as we saw, it, that great visuals, I'd say that continues. That improved. Um, yeah, that improved yeah. it a lot. Yeah, oh yeah. the the That improved, I don't care what anyone says, visuals and soundtrack, that adds to the ambiance, that adds to the experience, the immersion. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you have a really beautiful video game, like you really feel like you can like just live in the world and right. the expanse being so big on the world building. It's just, it's like a no brainer, but yeah. So next time we will be covering season five episodes. Actually, let me get back to you guys on that one. I'll let you guys know on next episode when we're covering way of Kings, what episodes I want to cover. I want to make sure that I do this strategically. So we get the most out of the season. Um, as far as cliffhangers and whatnot. So Yeah. Until next time, thank you, everyone.